Hey, welcome back to Story Not Story. Hey. hey. It's, this is Craig, married to the Fonz. Yep. And, hey. And, hey. And uh, we are going to tell you some stories today, like we always do. Yeah, if you're hearing this for the first time, then you'll be very confused. But if you're not, then you will be irritated by us explaining what this podcast is again. <laughs> it's just very simple. We're just two people who tell stories on the spot. Yeah. Boom. Bedtime stories. Bedtime stories. Although many people are misusing our podcast and listening to it like on their commutes and stuff. What? what? Guys. What? Guys, try not to listen any time except the specific time when you're going to bed. It's designed for a reason. We try and and you know what? Actually, never mind. Listen no, just to listen it to it whenever you whenever want. Whenever you want, yeah, please. Yeah, kind of, just whenever you want. Yeah, but be, eyes on the road. Eyes yeah. on the road, bucko. If if our Can stories, I call you bucko? Probably some of them will say yes and some of them will say no. If your name is bucko, let us know by sending us an email at storynotstorypodcast at gmail or Twitter uh, at storiesinbed or facebook.com slash storynotstory. Yeah. Or or you could subscribe on Patreon at patreon.com story slash storynotstory. And send us a message. Letting us know if your name is Bucko. Yes, or if we can call you Bucko. Yeah. Even or if your name isn't Bucko. Or youtube.com slash story not story, where you can leave a comment. I'm beginning to think that you're just promoting our social media. No. And not actually looking for responses about whether we can call people Bucko. No, this is how I talk. Okay. Well, should we tell these uh fine folks some some bedtime stories let's do it okay i went first last week so it's your turn okay okay um you don't get to just make up a i once upon a time no not yet i have to tell there you what was you're a telling a man story about or a woman is this your first time on the podcast yes okay well our first suggestion this week comes from one of our patreon patrons named zach mm-hmm. zach sent in a very long suggestion that yes. was really funny. But really detailed. It was it was so many detailed parts to his suggestion that we were afraid that we wouldn't be able to remember all of them to tell the story. Mm-hmm. So we picked out a couple of our favorite parts and we're gonna tell a story or Craig's gonna tell a story based on We those simplify parts. we simplified it immensely. Immensely. It was a uh. good original suggestion though. Um, okay. So his suggestion, the parts we're going to use are yeah. Uh, I once knew a guy named, or possibly nicknamed, Bricky. Mm -hmm. He used to be the head chef at the most fine dining restaurant in East Philadelphia called Garbage. Um, And then he moved on to a cruise ship permanently. He He quits his life as a fine dining chef, moves on to a cruise ship. Or does he quit his life as a fine dining chef? Hey, maybe, you know... Who knows? It's not my story. Mm-hmm. It's your story. Exactly. Take it away. Stop doing my job. Once upon a time, Bricky. Stop it. Chef. No, no. no it's, it's, things. No, it's, it's my story. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> so, there once, and still is, a man named Bricky. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa, what a weird name. That's the first time I've ever heard that. He lives on a cruise ship. What? Lives on it. He lives on it? Yes. Like for Evsies? You may ask, 
How could a man like Ricky live on a cruise ship and afford it? I I wouldn't ask that because I don't know anything about him. Maybe he's super rich. He's not. Okay. Now I'm asking he's, how could I mean, he live on okay. a cruise ship he's and do, afford it? He does well enough, but it's not cheap Cruises are li- expensive. living on a cruise ship. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He is a fine dining chef on the cruise ship. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Was he always a fine dining chef on the cruise ship? No, 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 no. See, he used to uh, uh, be the fine dining chef at a place called Garbage. Oh, really? In East Philadelphia. Oh, East Philadelphia, that real place that actually exists? No. Uh, but <laughs> he... Uh, yeah, uh, Garbage was a, was a preeminent fine dining establishment. Yeah, it sounds like it. It was, Based yeah. on its name. Yes. Yeah. Those hipsters, trendy, hipstery restaurant names these days. Well, yeah, it, he thought it would, be, it would get attention. Yeah, which it did. Also, his favorite band is Garbage. Sure. Yeah. So was it themed for the band Garbage? No. The restaurant? Okay. No, no, no. Just called that. No. It was It was kind of... Uh, it was a lot of seafood. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, he, his specialty was scallops. Ooh. Yeah. He could do scallops like no other. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You're and, saying scallops. Yeah. And so, but the reason he doesn't work there anymore. Uh-huh. You see, one night, um, he was, he was doing, doing his prep, his food prep before the, the, the restaurant opened in the evening. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't, it didn't open all day. It was exclusive. It was a pretty exclusive sure. place, you know? Yeah. The menu was different, like, every day. Like, whatever he wanted. Whoa. He would... It was... Seasonal stuff? Seasonal stuff. Local ingredients? It was, like, coursed out. Like, he made a course. And, like, it was basically for, like, th- like three different people. It, it was very small. Like, only, like, three tables. Wow. But it would be a full course. And it booked up. It was book solid for months. Oh, my goodness. Because he was good. Yeah. Um... Why would he leave this job? Well, you see, one night, uh, a fella by the name of Lou mm-hmm. Bad, Lou Bad, okay. with two Ds. Doesn't really need a last name, probably. Lou, yeah, it does, because okay. he was a famous food critic. Oh, yeah, Lou Bad. Lou Bad. Uh-huh. And uh, he would... He, he was known for for uh, being very very picky, mm-hmm. and uh, one of his favorite things to say, if 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 he didn't like the food, was like he'd finish he'd finish eating and he'd be like, mm, "This is me," and then he'd leave. This is me. Like, oh, bad. Bad. Yeah. His last name is Bad. Yeah. I get it. That's a weird thing to say. Sure, it yeah. is. He was a weird guy. Yeah. But uh, he could make or break a restaurant. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, Bricky was was a little nervous, but he's served him before. Right. And he is partially why he's so successful, because he, he passed the test. Mm-hmm. But just so happens this night, uh, he planned this um, this tuna steak 
uh, with with a daikon salad mm-hmm. and a uh, raspberry vinaigrette. Okay. And it was very. It was a. It was one of his best dishes. He's a, he's one he's most proud of. Uh huh. His way of cooking a tuna steak. Unbelievable. I don't believe it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't believe it. Unbelievable. I don't even believe that I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes to, to prep the tuna steak, and uh, the the freezer that had the tuna steak in it was broken. No. It was it was rank. Oh no. Yeah. What's he gonna do? So what he does is maybe maybe he can trick him. Maybe he can make a, a steak uh, that that looks like a tuna steak, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So he. That's a bad idea. Goes into another freezer. Mm-hmm. He has to do something. He can't change the menu. It it just Lou would would he'd tear him he'd tear him apart. Oh man. Okay. Well. So. So he goes into another freezer, and he's like, "Well, what looks like what looks like tuna? What? What can I?" Oh, and he sees a salmon, and he's like, "Well, I guess I could make like a little salmon sort of thing." Yeah, those aren't super interchangeable, but I can see what he's getting at. But it's not gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna taste like tuna. Um, so. But it doesn't work out. So what he does is he goes next door. To uh, there's another restaurant next door. Mm-hmm. It's called um, Recycling. Recycling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They kind of pl- which came first? Garbage came first. Okay. Just like in real life, garbage came first. Right. Yeah, and he goes over to his pal, um, um, Woody, uh, over at Recycling, mm-hmm. and Woody. Like hey, Bricky. Like hey, Woody. And and he's and he says, "Do you have any extra tuna?" He's like, "Oh, what happened? You're you're like the tuna guy." Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, well, I had a freezer mishap." And he's like, "Well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you some tuna." Oh. <laughs> and and he goes and gets the tuna. Uh huh. It's not the best tuna though. Oh no. Recycling, it's it's sort of like, it's like used tuna, you know. Used tuna. <laughs> it's like the extra tuna that didn't that wasn't used at other restaurants. Oh no. Yeah, because it so it's like a little older. Right, that doesn't sound great. No, it's it's fine. It's not terrible, but he takes the tuna, goes back over to his restaurant, prepares it, uh, prepares one just of his own to test it and it's not it's fine not up to to snuff it's not it's not up to garbage standards standards right so what's he gonna what's he gonna do he's gonna he, he has to he has to uh up the the quality of the tuna so what does he do he grabs some uh uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. He 
he oh oh no I, I bumped the microphone sorry um he he takes the tuna and he thought maybe maybe it needs to be tenderized a little more so he like he hits it with a little hammer it's the tuna. Okay. A little food hammer. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't think you'd do that with with tuna. I think it would just. But it's old and it's kind of hard. So he's like, oh. he, try, he tries. Oh. And it it doesn't doesn't it works a little maybe, but not really. Uh huh. So he's like, well, I need to add something to this that everyone likes. That's just that just makes makes something great. First, he thinks maybe crack, or cocaine. Sure, everyone likes that. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh no. Well, if they don't know that that's what they're having, they might, right. you know. Sure. Um, but then he's like, well, I'm not, I don't do drugs, so I can't, and I, I know some of my employees might, but I don't, I probably shouldn't do that. Probably not. Uh, so then he thinks, well, what, are the, what else does everyone like? Uh, chocolate cake? Mm. Mm. It's probably not a good thing with tuna. This guy's a fine dining chef. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But this is like an emergency. He has to use tuna, but this is the only tuna he can get. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the, the critic knows, like, what kind of, uh, what kind of meal he's getting. He knows the, the menu. Oh, no. It hasn't occurred to him to, like, use seasonings? Oh, he, he did. He used all his usual seasonings. There's, it's just some, there's something wrong with it. Okay. Um, people, people like ice cream people like what what's something that everyone likes nutella oh i i'm allergic i have i have i'm allergic yeah. to hazelnuts well and also nutella and tuna is not not a combination that i would choose right right so then you think what what did he star wars then he thinks star wars That's everyone loves food star wars this is, is is an emergency he is he is breaking down yeah but he thinks star maybe he, if he plays star wars on the wall projects it on the wall that doesn't sound like a while. fine dining thing to do wow but then he thinks well not star wars because that's not on theme then he thinks finding nemo so everyone likes finding nemo because of the fish. Yeah. And then he'll serve fish. Yeah. That's a problem, I guess. Uh. <laughs> what about, like, bacon or something? Uh, well. Everybody likes bacon. Putting bacon over top? Yeah. Wrapping it in it or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, then he tries to wrap it in bacon uh-huh. and play Finding Nemo on the wall. Uh-huh. And so then he comes out with the meal, tuna wrapped in bacon, uh, finding Nemo, surprise. Uh-huh. The surprise is finding Nemo, but it's in the name. Right. It just makes it not really a surprise. Right. But he serves it. Lou comes in. He's like, oh, all right, where's my food? He always goes, Okay. He's, he's very bad. He's a weird guy. Yeah. Um. And so he's like, "Sir, we have a we have a nice uh, tuna bacon." He's like, "Bacon? No, bacon? What? That wasn't part of the." He's like, "Well, hey, sometimes we like to jazz it up a little bit, you know." And Finding Nemo, and he's like, "Oh, I love that movie. That's great. Nice, interesting movie and and meal." 
and uh, and so then he he plays Finding Nemo. He brings it out, and he and Lou takes a bite. And he's like, mm, "This bacon, it's really well prepared bacon." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's chewing uh-huh. and chewing, and then oh, tuna, not good. Oh no! Oh, I was hoping he wouldn't notice, but uh, he did. Yeah. Um. And then, but then he's like, uh, wait, maybe it is good. I brushed my teeth an hour ago. Well, that's bad I, form. I probably shouldn't have. That's bad form for a food reviewer. Yeah, well, he had a hev- garlic-heavy lunch. Sure. Um, he's like, maybe maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on the tuna. Maybe I, maybe I will. And so, but then the projector stops working, and Finding Nemo is, is not... Like, right at the third act. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the movie that well. What happens in Finding Nemo? Um, well, the dad eventually finds Nemo in that fish tank in the dentist's office. Yeah. And then gets him out. And yeah. then um, they're... But then they get caught in a fishing net at the end. And mm-hmm. then everybody swims down. And yep. then they're all saved. And then they're okay and mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot more to it. He than never that. sees any of that. Oh no! And he's like, "Show me a movie, and it doesn't work, and your tuna might not be good." He flips the table, mm-hmm. and he storms out, writes a bad review. Oh jeez! And Bricky is ruined. So he gets a job on a cruise ship as a fine dining seafood chef. Mm-hmm. And uh, one night, they run out of tuna. Oh, it's like a repeat of his worst nightmare. And it's what he does best. It's what he cooks best. And he peeks out at the floor, and there's several people that ordered tuna. One of them is Lou Bad at the table. He's on the cruise? He's on the cruise ship. Is he there to review the cruise ship restaurant, or is he just there incidentally? Is he's he always on reviewing. A he's he can, he can Yelp. He can he has a blog. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, is he there in an official capacity, or is he just on the cruise? His life is his work. You're really dodging my question here, but okay, moving. He's on. He's always on call. If he has a bad experience, he's gonna let people know, no matter what he's doing. What if he has a good experience? He might let people know then. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so Lou Bad is out there. Guess what? He ordered the tuna steak. No, he didn't Yeah, either. he did. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Yep. Oh, man. <sighs> so, mm-hmm. panicked, Bricky runs to the edge of the boat with a fishing pole and tries to catch tuna. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a choice. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's not good under pressure. Well, I mean, what else is he going to do? What else is he gonna, what, what's he going to do? Send the servers out to be the bad guy. That's what they have to do all the time. Sorry, we're out of tuna. Yeah, but... I messed up. Yeah, but... Oh, it's going to ruin him again. Sure. But he's on a cruise ship. Uh... 
True. But it's going to ruin him. Sure. He'll get fired. Yeah. The the Lou Bad will be like, again, Bricky let me down. Bricky McGee. Okay. That's well, his full name. Bricky Brick- McGee. Okay. Yeah. Is he able to catch tuna off the side of the ship? No. He catches uh, a perch and a, a shoe. Okay. Yeah. One of those could be food. True, but it's not what what Lou Bad ordered. No, it is certainly not. He does cook up the perch and eats it himself, and it's delicious. Oh no, he should have served it. He should. He said, "Oh shoot, I should have served it, but I was hungry." Yeah. Yeah. So what is what does he do? He mm-hmm. thinks I'll show Finding Nemo and wrap the tuna steak in bacon. Oh goodness, he doesn't have tuna. Er. Oh yeah, that's right. I'll show Finding Nemo and serve uh bacon and i'll go catch another perch because that was so good uh-huh and he does and he gets a perch uh-huh wraps it in bacon uh-huh and there happens to be a projector with a movie screen and he he serves lou bad and he says hey sorry remember me ha 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 and lou's like yeah i remember you you're the man who for to this day, I still have not seen the rest of Finding Nemo. Well, whose fault is that? Even though he says he loved the movie earlier, but he just loved the clips of it that he saw. Oh, man. He never saw the whole movie. Oh, man. Uh, and I just can't see it, because every time, every time I, I try, I, I just taste that horrible tuna in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, well, I got news for you. This, this is a wonderful perch. The freshest you will find just caught today. And uh, I had one of my own earlier, and it's the best perch I've, ev- I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And here's Finding Nemo. Turns it on, and Lou's like, uh, so surprised by Finding Nemo being turned on and by this perch and not his tuna that he ordered, he has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm having a heart attack." Uh huh. He talked like that because he was he was unhealthy. Sure. And uh, and Eating so a lot. Yeah, and he has a heart attack and he dies. Oh my goodness! Right there. So he can't even he he doesn't even taste the perch. No, but but right before he dies, he says, "Tell me, Bricky." Did they find Nemo? And he says, yes, they found Nemo. And then he dies. And then he dies. Yeah. But he never really gets to see the end of the movie. No, but he smiles. And then he dies. Okay. Yeah. Guess he died happy. Yep. And... Your story is dark. (laughs) And Bricky uh, takes the food and um, throws it away. What? What? Perfectly good food. Well, he already bit into it a little bit. So? He throws it away from him and gives it to his employees. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's a weird way to say that, I know. Yeah. uh, And then uh, uh, just continues working on the cruise ship and has a good time. Cool. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. This, This cruise ship restaurant seems terribly mismanaged because at the beginning of the shift... They should have known how much tuna they had available, how many portions. 
mm-hmm. and made that clear. And it should have been communicated when they ran out of tuna so that nobody else could have ordered anymore. Right, right, right. And also, you several people had ordered and been waiting on tuna. Mm-hmm. And he only made a meal for Lou. He didn't True. even worry about the other people who had Lou, ordered tuna. They told the other people they were out of tuna. Uh, and then they reordered. But then ultimately he made something else and gave it to Lou and didn't even try to pass it off as tuna. Why couldn't he just tell him that they were out of tuna? Because um, it's Lou. Uh, he didn't try to pass it off as tuna. I know, that's what I'm saying. If mm. he if he was going to tell him eventually anyway mm. that it wasn't tuna, then why not just circumvent the whole issue and not startle the man into a heart attack? He had to he tried to do something special. Okay. Well, and he failed. I mean, you could say he succeeded. Sure. I mean, he didn't get a bad review. Right. Lou was also um uh, a serial killer. So okay, so we don't feel bad. No, we don't feel bad. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's a. I guess that was a part of a minor part point I left out. Yeah, you you left out that detail. Yeah. What's your story called? It's called uh, Bricky McGee. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Bricky McGee and Bad Lou. Okay. Bricky McGee and bad comma Lou. Bad comma Lou. Bad with two Ds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, wonderful. Thanks. It left me with many questions. I do, I it answered like, several. I feel like it was amazing. It was amazing. It was great. I mean, it was a serial killer story. Right. Who doesn't love a serial killer story? It wasn't really a serial killer story. I feel I like... I don't think you can call it that. I feel like... Because we didn't find out that one of the characters was a serial killer until why do you, literally the Why are we second. pointing this out? I mean, I feel like... Are you questioning my storytelling methods? No. Yes. No. A little bit. Hmm. Just a, just a smidge. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, well... Hey, can you tell me a story? I guess I could tell you a story. Uh, this one comes from Gwen Schmeider. Oh. Uh, they would like... Hi, my name is Gwyneth, and I'm turning 13, and I'm not excited to, so can you tell me a story about a girl named Gwyneth that isn't excited for her 13th birthday, and she goes on a magical adventure? All right. I can absolutely do that. I hope that... Well, I don't know. She didn't say when her birthday is. So, happy birthday, Gwyneth, first of all. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, I hope that turning 13 isn't as bad as you are making it out to be for for whatever reason. I hope you have a good birthday. Um, But, unfortunately, the character of today's story is a girl named Gwyneth. And... It's coming up on her 13th birthday, and she is just not looking forward to it. You want to know why? Hmm. You want to know why she's not looking forward to her birthday? Hmm. She has a big test that day. She's got to go to school mm. and take a big, important test. What's the test on? It's on, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this subject. It's uh, mathematics. I've heard of it. 
You have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's on mathematics. Okay. And, uh, and she's worried about this test. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of one of those pass-fail things. If she does really well, she's going to be fine in the class. If she does poorly, it's, uh, it's over. So just so, for the listen- so the listener knows when she went, she sliced her neck. With my finger. I gestured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then you pulled out a gun. Nope. And... Didn't do that. That part didn't happen. Oh, no. Okay, that didn't happen. Okay, so... And then she did a backflip. I Well, yeah, that part obviously happened. Yes. I'm really good at backflips. Mm-hmm. So anyway, not only does Gwyneth have this huge test coming up on her 13th birthday, but she also, even before that... In, in the morning part, because the test is in her afternoon class, in the morning, she has to go to the dentist. And she hates the dentist. Ah, the dentist. Yeah. I don't mind the dentist. I like the dentist. Mm-hmm. Like, I actively enjoy it. I mean, sometimes if they're really digging in there, it's not great. It's not. But. It can be unpleasant, but mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not scared of the dentist or It's anything. fine. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gwyneth yeah. is not a fan. That's so she's got to go to the dentist the on classic, her birthday. The classic 13th birthday dentist trip. Mm-hmm. She's begging her parents to move her dentist appointment. And they were like, um, your tooth hygiene is very important. So, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, we are not having a daughter go through her 13th year with dirty teeth. Right. And this can't possibly wait even one more day. Yeah. So that's that. Mm-hmm. And then her parents asked her what kind if if she wanted to have a party or anything for her birthday, and she was like, "Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to go ice skating with all my friends that evening because you know I've got this test and I have to go to the dentist. So it'd be nice to have something to look forward to mm-hmm. that night." And her parents were like, okay, awesome, count on it, invite all your friends. And so she did. But then her parents forgot to book the ice rink. So they can't go because they don't have are a room. Terrible. I know. What? Why? How would they? How? What? How? I know it. I know it. So why, are they, why would they forget that? Because, well, they, uh, they're jerks. They're just... <laughs> They're just jerks. They're just jerks. They busy? They... No. Well, you know, one thing led to another, and and her mom had it on her calendar to remind her to book it, but then when the day came, she was really busy, and so she was like, okay, well, I'll just do this busy tomorrow. Busy doing what? Just, you know, working and running errands and hmm. and... Just all sorts of stuff piles up, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'll call tomorrow. But she forgot to add it to her calendar for the next day. And then she just forgot. And by the time they realized, it was like a week before Gwyneth's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to call and get it booked. But it was all booked up. And mm-hmm. they feel really, really bad about it. And they're going to make it up to her. Mm-hmm. But with like an even bigger party. But... They didn't want to tell her. They wanted it to be a surprise because mm-hmm. they feel so bad to make it up to her. And uh, so Gwyneth doesn't know that there's a bigger surprise coming. Oh. So anyway, 
so she finds out that that they can't go to the ice rink after all the only thing that she actually wanted to do on her on her crappy crappy birthday and she's really sad so you know the the morning comes it's her 13th birthday and her parents wake her up and make her a special breakfast and everything and she's just kind of kind of downtrodden you know because mm-hmm. she knows what does she have to look forward to that day what'd she have for breakfast pancakes oh with uh uh fruit cut up on top of them to look like a birthday clown what that's that's insane how'd they do that well they used you know like blueberries for eyes and like strawberry for big red nose and stuff and then like whipped cream and and for the or um Mm -hmm. oh what's that that's pretty good yeah i mean it seems like a pretty good uh, special breakfast yeah yeah but she wasn't really fully able to enjoy it because she was just like after this i gotta go to the dentist Mm, and then I gotta go take this huge test that I'm really worried about. And then, and then what? In the now, evening, nothing. Are they doing like, uh, what are they working on, in, uh, in, on math? Like, what, what part? Like, they doing the Pythagorean theorem and? Uh, you know, like, it's like, um, you know, equations and. Uh, <laughs> that's math. Formulas. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a little. Sometimes some little addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. Okay, yeah, you're just you're just describing math. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, L- uh, little bit of this, little bit of that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You know, mathematics. Okay. Sure. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. So anyway, she's really stressed about mm-hmm. all the equations. Yeah. That she that she yeah, has to complete. This, yeah. Sure. And with nothing to look forward to in the evening. Uh huh. And her day goes. Just exactly as she expects it to. The dentist, she goes, gets her teeth cleaned. She have cavities, or would they have to drill anything? They have no, but she just really doesn't like the dentist anyway. Okay. So she just really hates the whole process of getting her teeth, like the scraping and stuff mm. that they do. That's kind of uncomfortable. Ugh. Yeah, and then she goes to school. She goes to a couple classes, and then she takes that dreaded mathematics test. And boy, wouldn't you know it, she gets in there and and there's a couple of important mathematics formulas that she oh. just can't even oh. recall. Oh. Uh-huh. Even though she studied really hard. She studied formulas and equations for for one of hours. did she just hours. study the words formula and the word equation? That may have been where she went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, yeah, it's kind of a problem. Yeah, it's not a vocab test about what a formula is or an equation is. Well, there's questions about that on there, too. Okay. Well, yeah. glad she got those right. Yeah. Probably. She feels, she leaves the test feeling kind of okay about you know, it. I'm kind of hoping for a magical event- adventure at some point. Well, after school gets out, yeah. see, she usually takes the bus home, but she's like, you know what? What do mm-hmm. I have to go home for? I'm not in a hurry. There's mm-hmm. nothing to look forward to. I'm just gonna take the long way. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk home mm-hmm. and spend some time by myself, kind of clear my head. Sure. So she's walking along, and she uh, on the way home she has to walk past this uh, this wooded area, and as she's walking by, she notices a break in the trees, 
and a path that she never hmm. she never spotted before. Interessante. She's like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a head into that there forest here for a second. Clear my head in the in the woods with the trees. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So she takes off down the little path, and it's very peaceful and serene, and kind of has this like magical energy in the air. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So she follows this path into the the middle of this little forest here, and she discovers a willow tree, a Mm. big, beautiful willow tree, which... Like willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, like Grandmother Willow from Pocahontas. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what a willow tree is, it's got branches that come out and then long strands of beautiful leafy things that come down to the ground. Mm -hmm. And it's very, they're very magical looking trees. She's like, oh man, this tree is just like Grandmother Willow from Pocahontas, my favorite Disney movie. Of all mm-hmm. time. Very Disney-themed. Um, is Finding Nemo Disney? Or is that just Pixar? It, I have no idea. I think it might be both. Sure. Yeah. Well, this is, we not are, a sponsor. Not a sponsor, no. <laughs> yeah. Although if Disney wants to sponsor us, that is totally fine by me. Mm. So she she walks into the, the shaded grove that the willow tree is providing and leans against the the trunk and sits down and is just kind of sitting there and and she kind of starts to cry a little bit because she's just sad 13th birthday is is a pretty big milestone you know you're a teenager finally and that's Mm -hmm. that's pretty big and nobody is really it it just doesn't feel as special as she thinks that it that it maybe should Mm -hmm. you know and so she's sitting there weeping and she's got her eyes closed, and all of a sudden she feels something swipe across her face and wipe the tears away. Creepy. Uh-huh. It could be, but it's such a magical, serene place that it doesn't feel that way. Whoa. But she does open her eyes with a start. Yeah. And she's like, what was that? And... Wait, what was she like? What was that? One more time. What was that? Okay, yeah. And she sees one of the branches in front of her face, the willow tree, one of the leafy strands. Mm-hmm. It had just wiped away her tears. And she's like, what? This tree is moving and doing stuff. So she stands up and she turns around. And wouldn't you know it? It is Grandmother Willow. What? Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Disney is not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. No. No. Okay. But that tree that was depicted in Pocahontas was based on a real tree. Oh, my goodness. It's a documentary? It's a documentary. I guess it is. I mean, it is based on a real story in yeah. general. Sort of. Yes. Yeah. Parts of it. But the Grandma Willow part, I did not assume that was part, a real part of the story. Well. Huh. Let me tell you. It is. Okay. And she's like, holy butts. Mm-hmm. And Grandmother Wait, what Willow, was she like? Holy butts. One more time. Holy butts. Okay, yeah. And Grandmother Willow is like, I know this is probably freaking you out. Because I'm a tree 
and I'm talking to you. Don't be scared. And Gwyneth is like, I'm not scared. I've seen Pocahontas. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you have? Yeah, that was the the tree in that story was based on me. And she's like, yeah, I kind of Duh. figured. Yeah. Because it looks exactly like you. I, I thought I thought this was Grandmother Willow, not Captain Obvious. Oh. oh. That's what she said, too. Yeah. And then Grandmother Willow was like, oh. Oh. No, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. And she's like, no, I, I really did. Uh-huh. And Grandmother Willow's like, sit down here, child. Tell me what is what is bothering you. And she's like, all right. So she's like telling her about... Dentist, math, dentist, And the mathematics exam with all of the equations and formulas and addition and subtraction and multiplication and division. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And Grandmother Willow is like, well, that does not sound like a great 13th birthday, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. And she's like, well, what can we do to make... Is her parents going to wonder where she is? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In, in, meanwhile, <laughs> her parents are worried about where she is. Yeah. Because they had planned this surprise instead of... Of the ice skating party that they couldn't do, yeah. they had planned this this surprise party um, at their house where all of her friends are waiting. Really? Uh huh. And and they were gonna go um, to a trampoline park. A trampoline park. That uh-huh. sounds like a great birthday. I know. Yeah, but they didn't tell her. Although I've been to a trampoline park as an old man, it's exhausting. Yeah. But they're all 13. Sure. So Mm -hmm. they probably still have the energy for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the meantime, her parents are getting worried because she should be home by now and she's not. Mm -hmm. Back to the forest. Grandmother Willow's like, well, what can we do to make this birthday just as magical as you deserve for it to be? And she's like, I don't know. I mean, Pocahontas is my favorite movie. Can any of the cool stuff that happens in that movie happened to me like it's her favorite movie it's her favorite disney movie okay wow and uh i'd say it's a lesser of the disney movies personally well gwyneth doesn't think so i would i disagree i think what's your favorite disney movie mm-hmm. uh, like classic disney movie cla- so pixar doesn't count i don't think so the lion king lion king's really good mm-hmm. yeah Probably. Beauty and the Beast. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everybody has different opinions, and Gwyneth is has Pocahontas. wrong opinion, sure. Wow, yes. okay. Yeah. So, anyway, she's like, Grandma Willow's like, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, so she calls over her hummingbird and raccoon friends, and the raccoon braids Gwyneth's hair. Okay. Because that is, happens in the movie. This would be really creepy. I would be creeped <laughs> out by this. They've got such dexterous little hands. I just though. seeing a raccoon, I would be out. Really? I would be gone. They're so cute. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like afraid of them. Well, I mean, kind of. They do. I would be kind they of. They do afraid. attack you. They, yeah. They could. And they could have rabies and stuff. Yeah, they're disease ridden. Sure. But she's okay with it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, she's 13. She mm-hmm. her frontal cortex isn't fully developed. She doesn't have the best judgment. <laughs> okay, sure. So. Um, and the hummingbird comes over and, like, lands on her hand and, like, chills out and stuff. That's pretty much all the hummingbird does in the movie is just, it's just around. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
uh, Grandmother Willow whips up a, a wind and it... A willow wind? A, w- a wind willow? Yeah, and pretty leaves f- fly around in, in magical ways and mm. somehow there's like sparkles mixed in and stuff. Ow. And then she does that part of the movie where she's what? she dips her willow frond into mm-hmm. the lake and teaches about how ripples did Gwyneth, happen. During the math test earlier, did Gwyneth like take any kind of drugs or anything? No. Okay. All right. No. Okay. No. Okay. That's ridiculous. Okay. This really happened. Okay. So anyway, so she mm. hangs out with Grandmother Willow for a little while, mm-hmm. and she's like. Well, man, this has been the best birthday ever. I'm so glad that I met you. Can I come back and visit you? And Grandmother Willow's like, um, no. Wow. <laughs> it's just, it, I actually don't exist. This this only happens um, on 13th birthdays. Really? Yep. Well, she does exist then. I exist, but only for this one day. Did mm. you notice how this this path just appeared in the in the forest here? And she's like, yeah, I, I do walk past here sometimes. And I never noticed it before. And she's mm. like, yeah, because it wasn't your 13th birthday, but now it is. Uh. So I, after today, I won't be here anymore. And she's like, oh, that sucks. But I guess I could just watch Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Okay. That works. Well, I, I mean, should... I'd rather watch The Lion King, personally. Sometimes but... I would watch The Lion King, too, but... Okay, let's watch The Lion King later. Okay. All right. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, but I don't want The Lion King to happen in real life, because lions are... They'll eat you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that it was Pocahontas. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least that part of Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, well... Gwyneth is like, well, I gotta go because my parents are probably worried. It's been several hours, and I should have been home by now. They're, yeah, I imagine they'd be calling the cops. They're they're probably really worried, even though they forgot to schedule my birthday party and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, but it's okay. So she leaves. She walks home, and she gets to her house, and there's police cars outside. And she's like, Oh my goodness, what's happened? Are my parents okay? Mm-hmm. And she runs inside, and she's like, her parents are sitting there, and they look really worried. And she's like, are you guys okay? I saw the police cars outside, and I got really worried about you. And they were like, the police cars are here for you, dummy. You didn't come home from school. Mm-hmm. What the heck happened? It's your birthday. Dummy. <laughs> dummy. Yeah. Yep. And the police are like, you probably shouldn't call your kid dummy. But like, yeah, she actually, that was actually really dumb of her so it's okay we'll let it slide okay and then the police leave Mm -hmm. they're like hey don't not come home from school anymore yeah and she's like okay what about the surprise party and her parents were like well we were throwing you a surprise party and all of your friends were here they're not there anymore but then you didn't come home and we got really worried and then she's like oh no Wait, what was she like? Oh, no. One more time. Oh, no. Okay. And and then her parents are like, just kidding. Everybody's still here. They waited around because they were worried about you, too. Um, And now we're going to take you to the trampoline park, even though we're really upset because you didn't come home from school. 
but that's fine. But that's okay because it's your birthday. Hooray! And then they all sing, "From the day we arrive nope. on the planet." Nope. And blinking. Nope. Step into the sun. That's not what they sing because it's Pocahontas Day. There's more to see. Oh my goodness. Than can ever be seen. More oh. to do. It can ever be done. Okay, that's enough. Okay, that's yeah. That's that was really beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. So anyway, they go to the trampoline park and they eat cake and they have pizza and it's great. And then the next day, mm-hmm. Gwyneth gets grounded for a week. Oh, because she didn't come home from school and she scared the crap out of her parents. That sucks. Yeah, but they didn't do it on her birthday. And she got to go to the trampoline park. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. All right. Yeah. And she passed her mathematics test. She passed it? Mm-hmm. She thought she wasn't doing well. Well, she didn't get like an A plus, mm-hmm. but what, she got which, a B. Which, which things did she get wrong? Um, You know, just some formulas and a couple of equations. Really? And okay. Some addition and subtraction, maybe a little multiplication and division. Okay. Just mathematics very, very stuff. Very specific. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. What's the name of your story? Uh, Gwyneth's No Good, Very Bad Birthday, but with Pocahontas. Gwyneth's no good, very bad birthday, but with Pocahontas. Yep. Okay. That's it. It's a lovely story. Thank you so much. You think you own nope. whatever land you... This is the conclusion song. Okay. With the closing credits. Land on. Uh-huh. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. Uh-huh. But I know every rock and tree and creature. I know this song because they played this song before The Lion King on my tape that I had. Ah. As an advertisement for Pocahontas. Right. Has a life, has a spirit, has a name. That's really beautiful. The rainstorm. No, okay. I think we're done. All right. Okay. Well, that was fun. That was fun. This has been brought to you by Disney. Except not monetarily because they're all. not sponsoring us. Or not at all in any way. But some could say, well, I think you could argue that our personalities were shaped by molded Disney. Yeah. by Disney. A little bit. A I mean, little bit. I mean, mine was also molded, molded by Star Wars and I mean, TV and cartoons. Other cartoons. By Disney. And uh, it played a part of my formative years, okay, Craig? Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> This is the most contentious episode of Story Not Story yet. I, I just get really upset when you talk about Disney and you don't do it right. Well, thank you for listening, thank everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Yes. Uh, and uh, we will be back next week with more stories, probably a continuation of... Tumbling Toby. Maybe a conclusion, finally. We'll see. We we'll know. see what happens. Yeah. Who even knows? Um, that's it. That's it. All right. Hey. Hey. Good night. Good night.